Apple smashes through the $2 trillion mark. iOS 14 Beta 5 is released. And are the iPad Air and iPad Mini set to look like pros? This is the Apple Daily where I break down the day's news, rumors, and leaks so that you can stay right up to date with Apple. This is the Apple Daily. If you love Apple news, hit the like button, subscribe, and ring the bell so that you don't miss a thing. Yesterday, for the first time for any American company, Apple broke the $2 trillion mark in the stock market. A historic day. Um, but what does it actually mean? Well, we've already done a huge video that breaks the whole thing down for you. And you can find that over on our YouTube channel. I'll put it in the cards just up here. But the main thing to know is that it's only going to go higher. Based on the stock that people have on the 24th of August this year, Apple is going to split each share into four individual smaller shares. So it'll be a four and one split. Psychologically, that means that Apple stock seems way, way cheaper. More people buy it and typically it's probably going to get about a 15% bump just from that. Expect a dip because iPhone sales are not going to hit the September quarter. They're going to hit the October quarter. So there will be a small dip, I would guess, when they announce those results. And then we're going to have a massive quarter for October to December. iOS 14 Beta 5 has now dropped as well. Beta 4 was kind of buggy compared to the others that we've had in the past. There were some little things like uh, when you swipe down to get into a search window, you just get a black screen, things like that. But uh, this seems to be far, far more stable. Uh, some of the biggest changes include alarm clocks. You used to have to uh, swipe up and down to scroll through the, the clock wheels. Apple changed that in the earlier betas and now you've got the option of typing the time in or going through the swipey wheels, um, which is the best of both worlds. There's been an extra large news widget that's been added. You can only have that in the widgets pane in the stay view. You can't have that on the main screen because it would literally take up a whole home screen. A few little bugs have been squashed like being able to see your credit with the Apple Store, things like that, that were just little minor bugs in the previous version. And also with the featured uh, Photos app, which I use on my home screen, you can now allocate certain photos that you don't want to appear in there, which makes sense because there are some random old photos that maybe you just don't want to appear on your home screen. All in all though, they're literally tidying up the loose ends. It's really not long now until we get the, uh, the gold master releases of the iOS and iPad OS versions, so stay tuned to see exactly what's going to happen. Finally, the new designs for iPad Air and iPad Mini, very much following the iPad Pro uh, design language because it looks like, especially for the iPad Air, they're going to reuse the old 11-inch iPad Pro chassis, perhaps remove things like ProMotion. Uh, it looks like it's going to get the A14X chip, perhaps, which is an impressive bit of kit to be putting into uh, a non-flagship, which makes me think maybe the pros are going to get Z processors from now on, which are even more powerful, an X processor for the more powerful iPads, the standard A14 for the uh, the base iPad maybe. But yes, I'm really excited to see the industrial design, Face ID, USB-C all come into lower price iPads than the pro versions, which is going to be great. It's just going to really start to unify the design language. The one thing that really came to mind that isn't actually fitting in yet with the current design language is going to be this, the Apple Watch. The, the physical um, design language has really not changed throughout the years. Although this is literally the first generation, it looks very, very similar to even the newest. They've still got the rounded edges, they've still got the curved glass that um, touches into it, which looks a lot like iPhone uh, 11, the iPhone 10, the iPhone 10s design language with those curved edges, and even way back to the iPhone 6. If Apple is moving across to this chunkier, flat-sided iPhone 4-esque 
aesthetic that we can already see in the iPad Pro, is the Apple Watch itself going to be one of the last to adopt the slab sides? I think it's going to look really sharp, um, as long as it's still comfortable to wear. That's it for this episode of Apple Daily. My name's David Eden Sangwell, and I'd love to hear what you think about all these stories down in the comments.